Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. There's a video that I just posted on my KMBZ page, and Dan will put it on the main KMBZ page. The joy on the faces. I love this. Of the Chiefs' entire offensive line as they walk out into the Arrowhead parking lot yesterday and lined up all in a row Mm -hmm. are custom cherry red, incredible golf carts as a gift from Patrick Mahomes to his entire offensive line. How many are there? Um, If I. Uh, it looks like more than that, all lined up. Wow. Um, but what's funny is there's <laughs> there's video of them all walking out, and they're just screaming like little kids at Christmas. And they walk over to where they're all lined oh, up. Oh, look, and, and, and on the side of each one is their number their, and their name. Their number and their name. There's like, you know, it's all tricked out with lights and there's with Creed Humphreys. sound bar for great music. Like, these are the really expensive, big, heavy, tired uh, golf carts, they start riding around the Arrowhead parking lot like five-year-olds on Christmas morning. Good they are them. literally just Good and, I mean, those things got some kick to them. Oh, <laughs> right, it right. is so... This is a violation of your contract. It is so funny. <laughs> and quoting here from guard Trey Smith, a little joyride when we first got them. This is so cool. Um... Quoting here from uh, Smith, this is awesome how much he takes care of his O-line year in and year out since I've been here. This is incredible. Golf carts are apparently the gift of choice for NFL quarterbacks this holiday season. The Jaguars' Trevor Lawrence also gave out golf carts to his offensive linemen for Christmas. Good for them. Oh, the video will just bring a huge smile to your face. I love it. Now, that had to go into the tens of thousands of dollars. Higher. I, I don't know what a golf cart costs. That type of cart, okay. I will tell you, uh, sixteen to twenty-five grand. Times. <laughs> I thought you said sixteen all, to twenty-five grand. They are street legal. They go like thirty-five miles an hour. I have friends who have them. It's don't think the golf cart that you used to get when you played nine holes out at Smiley's. These are tricked out electric. Speedy. Well, and don't with, forget with that they've got their numbers and their sound. names on the yeah, side. Yeah, they're all personalized, incredible yeah. sound systems. I have one. There are friends of mine who have them for the colleges they attended. You know, you can have it wrapped in anything you want. 
Yeah, it's it's almost like a four wheel. Thank you, Dan. It's yeah. much more like a hunting utility vehicle. Some of them are tricked out with like subwoofers under the seats. What? Yeah, this is this is not your father's golf cart. Uh, but what a great, great gift. Well, good for them. I'm trying to look at them all lined up to see how many there are, but it's a lot. You know what I've noticed? Um, because we have, we've talked about the trend of the golf cart in the neighborhood. I have not noticed golf carts in my neighborhood lately. Yeah, it's freezing. It's really not. Yesterday was 50. Uh, when the wind's blowing right at you, it, it, I would not drive in a golf cart right now. No way. No way. Well, what, what, what I'm saying is, like, not, not just this week, but over the past several months. Like the trend has started to go down. Yes, that's what I'm saying. The, the golf cart in the neighborhood trend seems to be, dare I say, dissipating. Right? <laughs> Maybe they are. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to have time. It's too cold. It's actually colder in here than it is outside right now. But I would neither... In neither, Would you care to guess what the temperature in this room is uh, right now? It's got to be 60. I am freezing. Slightly higher. 62. Correct. All right. Same the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have, a, I have a little space it's heater. ridiculous. On my feet. Here. And I'm about to burn my shoes and I don't care. Like I'm just, my feet are on the space heater. It, it is ridiculous. Mm. I've, ne- I've never been this cold in this room in my life. Yes, it is working. <laughs> Can I ask a question back to the Chiefs for a minute? Yeah. Do you gift something to your entire offensive line and the whole defensive team no, and then kickers? Just, just, just the, the O-line. Yeah. Why? Because they're the ones that protect you. Okay. The defensive line doesn't protect you. And so Because I wonder if the defensive guys are now going, Well, God, no. I wish I wish I had been an O guy instead of a D guy. <laughs> <laughs> The old guys get golf carts. Yeah, but you don't protect the quarterback. <laughs> and the quarterback is the one giving out the gifts. <laughs> Not when you're giving out golf carts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like this year, I got Scott a book. Which, by the way, I put in my office last evening. Good. And I will start reading it tomorrow morning. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. That's right. So you will get no you will get no gift, Daniel. Well, but you're in, a defensive lineman. Wait, in fairness to Scott, I did say to him as soon as you're done reading the gift that I purchased she wants for you, it back. I want it back so I can read it. No, no, she gave me no, she gave me the book yesterday. True story. And it's called the Twelfth Victim. Victim. And as I'm leaving last night, she says, "Hey, well, I, I said to her, I said, hey, thanks a lot for the gift. I really appreciate the book. That's really sweet.'" And she looks at me and she goes, when you're done, I want it back. <laughs> I go, what? <laughs> yeah, he's borrowing his own gift. Yeah. Right. That's right. Right. Like the little free library. So, well, I'll give it back to you when I'm done reading it. So Dana today bought herself a new assortment. <laughs> it's a fedora. Call it what it is, please. A little boutique downtown. In a statement, the company says this is due to a oh, new roasting technology. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are we playing there, friend? Well, that was a news anchor voice. That's not my fedora voice. Yeah. Let's not play that. Speaking of freezing, so I stop at my little favorite boutique in downtown Mission, Lulu's, and I walked I- in and I said, I need a sweater um, because this one is too big. 
and I would like something warm to wear in the studio because it's 50 degrees in here. And while I was there, she said, we have a couple of new hats. Slightly late because I just went in and bought a hat. And I'm not going to apologize. Okay. I think I cleaned this up. Uh, Dana does use a bad word here, so let's keep let's keep an ear on that. Slightly late because I just went in and bought a hat. And I'm not going to apologize because I f-ing love this hat. I mean, I feel like a Christmas miracle right now. Okay, what happened there at the end? That was me getting in my car and it was playing to pow. Heart and soul. It just plays to pow. It's one of your favorite songs. I love that song. I'm not going to lie. It knows I'm coming, and it's like, we need to queue up some to pow. <laughs> 1987, number one hit, August. I wow. know. I look like Mrs. Um, Claus I in that love, hat. It, I love the hat. I'm so excited. I'm going to wear it out tonight. Late because I just went in and bought a hat. Yep. And I'm not going to apologize because I love this hat. It was like 1.15, and I thought, should I go into work early or... Should I stop and buy a hat? I mean, duh. duh. Buy a hat. <laughs> Go in and buy a hat. <laughs> then I came in do. and sifted through the trash to look for the winning stocking in our uh, scavenger round here. <laughs> it's been a day. I won. J- Dana won. I found it. It, it was, was hidden it? in the trash can that smells like Jay Binkley's Chew. spittle and chewing gum. Mm-hmm. I dug in a Dumpster. Do you know what the prize is? She was wearing I'm embarrassed her new to hat. say it out loud, but do you know what the prize is? This is why I was. Fr- well, I don't know if I want to say it on the air. The, the, so these prizes are prizes put out by our general manager yeah. every day for two weeks. They're they're just Christmas like scavenger hunt kind of gifts. Yeah. Well. Mm. So the first gift on the first day was a signed Mahomes jersey. Okay. So Pretty people hot. were knocking each other down to fi- find the. You know, stocking on that day. I knew today was one of the last days, if not the last day for the scavenger hunt. Now, today was what? A hundred dollar price chopper gift card? It was a gift card and then another gift card and then this other thing. I don't know that I want to say it on the air, but I'm sure my kids aren't listening. They never listen to the program. Um, It was a Chiefs football. We'll just leave it at that. It was inflated to 13.5, Dan. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Unlike the 11 inflatable number that caused Harrison Butker to miss a kick through no fault of his own really? during the last game. Uh, so, yes, the the real big prize was the football. And so, I spiked that thing like a champ <laughs> digging through that. So, wait, so I don't have it yet. Where's the football? It's downstairs. Which one are you going to get? I'm not going to say it on the air. Patrick Mahomes. Nope, I've already got one of those. TK? I'm not going to talk about it. Is it TK? I'm not going to talk about it. I am so excited. That's why I was diving through trash cans. That newsroom looked like it had been ransacked by a bunch of drunk raccoons. Yes. Yeah, that's what we did. It is. Everyone else was like, I want the gift card. And I'm like, search with me. You can have the gift card. I want the football. So which football are you going to take? I'm not going to say in case the children are listening. Are you, wait, 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 wait. Are you gifting this football for Christmas? I might. Or Hmm. I might do what I did with you and say this is a family gift that will be displayed as a family, you know. Hmm. Right. (laughs) 
Oh, like 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 right. with the twelfth victim. It's less like a football and more like a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, we've got clear wrapping paper. Right. It's slightly late because I just went in and bought a hat. And I'm not gonna apologize because I love this hat. I mean, I feel like a Christmas miracle right now. God, you know Florida always has the most bizarre, awful stories. If you ever need weird news, oh my go God. to Florida. Yep. I'm gonna, first, we're going to say the child physically is okay. A child has been found in Florida who was missing and believed, like, endangered. We've got to find this kid out of Wichita, Kansas. Today, the girlfriend of the boy's now-dead father has been charged. Follow me here. The girlfriend yep. of the boy's dead father yep. has been charged. Okay. Sheriff's deputies in Highlands County, Florida, town called Sebring, if you want to look that up, rescued a nine-year-old child from Wichita, Kansas, Tuesday. They said his mother and another man tried to burn him because they thought the child was possessed by demons. They literally, the motorists in Sebring, Florida, saved this child's life. Several people called 911, worried about a burning pile of debris on the side of the road at an intersection around US 98. Fire officials arrived due to the suspicious nature of the incident, immediately called for backup. And they were confronted there by a man who is now dead named 39-year-old Richard Hamm. When the two deputies arrived, they found Ham armed with two metal rods. He refused to follow deputies' orders. A taser was deployed. The taser did not appear to have any effect on him. Ham pulled the taser probes from his body and rearmed himself with one of the bars, then swung and struck a deputy in the head. That's pretty impressive. The other deputy shot, that's PCP is my guess. The yeah. other deputy shot Ham. Ham is dead. The injured jet deputy again taken to a hospital where he was treated and released. Hmm. While they are there, they find 30-year-old girlfriend Lakana Phillips and Phillips' nine-year-old son, who was once again missing and endangered from Wichita. She explained, the nine-year-old is possessed by a demon, and we were trying to put the child into this fire and cover him with a blanket that was also on fire to somehow get the demon out of the child. Uh, mm-hmm. astonishingly, the motorist called 911 just in time, Scott. Fire and sheriff's deputies got there just in time, rescued the kid. He is nine years old. He is going to have some trauma, obviously. But he's going to be okay. But he is physically unharmed. Okay, good. Uh, Kansas Governor Laura Kelly has ruled out the possibility of her state, that being the state of Kansas, Financially aiding a new Kansas City Royals stadium project if it is located in Missouri. Uh, the team is an institution of the dual state metro area. Um, blah, blah, blah. Why uh, would anyone have thought if they rebuilt in I, Missouri that Kansas would have foot any part of that bill? And, and the story goes on to say part of the reason that they thought that was that Kansas has chipped in for the World Cup in 2026. Okay. And so if Kansas was willing to chip in for the World Cup Ooh. in 2026, 
then maybe they would be willing to chip in to keep the Royals in the Kansas City metropolitan area, even if it wasn't in the state of Never going to happen. No, God, no. World Cup is completely different, and the reasoning Agreed. behind chipping in for that is completely different than the Royals wanting us to shine well, a new stadium. The reason for chipping in is we're going to get some ancillary benefit. 100%. If, if you know, Nigeria or Estonia. The or hotels, Germany. the travel, yeah. the restaurants. So they come to they come to play at Arrowhead Stadium. Well, they're going to get hotel rooms in. Well, they're going to be practicing in KCK. That, that's true. Um, and people who come to watch the games are going to get hotels in Overland Park or Shawnee or wherever. Um, so there's an ancillary benefit. But the governor of Kansas saying today that if the Royals do not move to Kansas, the state of Kansas will not support them financially. Kansas City Star asked her, do you believe Kansas has any kind of financial responsibility to a stadium project? And her answer was, quote, no, no, I don't think so. Uh, because it's not here. If, if they were to come over to Kansas, then then it's a Kansas then, issue. Then we would definitely pay for she it. She says, quote, I think of it as strictly a Kansas City, Missouri, Jackson County issue. Mm-hmm. Which it is. By the way, how did uh, Year in Review go today? Really good. Okay. Airs uh, Friday night, I think at 7, and then re-airs on Sunday. Sunday at 11. I believe, Nick Haines said, this is the 10th year I've done the show which is a look back at the headlines of the last year, who were the winners, who were the losers, and who, who yes. Who were the winners? Well, I called Scott this morning, full disclosure, and he was busy, and I go, are you near a laptop? Because I couldn't get my printer to work. <laughs> and he said, yeah, what do you need? And I said, I need you to just bang out a couple of things for me in an email and send it to me. Uh, because I knew what was in my notes, but I couldn't get my notes printed. So he did that, and I am forever grateful for that. Um, well, who would you say are the winners of the year? Um, well, like I told you on the phone today, um, I, I think the, the the clear winner is the airport. Okay. Um, despite the flaws and the growing pains with the, you know, everybody's not pulling up to the airport properly. I, I, I still think the airport is the clear winner of 2023. No doubt about it. I would say tied with Visit KC and the Sports Commission and all of the work that Kathy Nelson and her teams have done to bring the World w- Cup in the draft Was she here. your Kansas Cityan? Uh, she was not the person of the year. She was my biggest story and most important of the okay. year. Okay. Yeah. Who was your person of the year? Uh, person of the year. Now you're going to put me on the spot. Um, give me a minute to think about it. I have to go back and look at my notes. Uh, I'll tell you, you will be surprised at Chris Ketz's submission for person of the year. Really? Mm-hmm. Do tell. Uh, economically. And just the joy that this has all brought to the city. Taylor Swift. He chose Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And I will tell you, he's a huge Chiefs fan. I don't think he could pick Taylor Swift out of a lineup or certainly not a song. But he picked. We were very surprised. But then they also said, what is the story that was the most overreported story? And and you would have to be Taylor Swift. And the rest of the panel agreed that is also the most overreported story. Yeah. I cannot wait to watch tomorrow night. Yeah. I love this edition of Kansas City Week in Review. Well, what's funny is I had my list, and Chris and I don't talk about our lists. So he had his you list. You drove of, there in separate cars. We did. And so we get there, and there were a couple of times, and he was the one that was supposed to help me print out the list, and it just didn't print. It wasn't anyone's fault. So he's all there with his notes, and he's like, got his person of the year. And a couple of the times <laughs> we're answering the same thing. And I'm like, darn it, that's my list. Get away from my list.
So, so his person of the year was actually two people, Travis Kelsey and Taylor yeah. Swift. Yours was Kathy Nelson. Yep. Um, You're going to laugh. The most overreported story of the year outside of what we just mentioned. And I think there's an argument to be made. One of the panelists mentions the license plate Kansas debacle. As overreported. And how many yeah. of us were talking about that? And then also look at how many people voted. How many people voted, which is easier just to go online and click and vote. I understand that than going to the polls. But if you look at voting trends, like in a primary or for like a school board issue or, shows up. or a bond issue, no one shows up. Hundreds of thousands of people voted on that license plate design. It's kind of funny or sad, depending on the way you look at it. Okay. So, yeah, KCPT, year in review. What was your underreported story? Uh, underreported story is the ongoing crisis hitting three out of five healthcare systems. Mm. Uh, currently, Liberty Hospital. A couple weeks ago, it was St. Francis Hospital in Topeka. Mm-hmm. The ransomware attacks on our hospitals. That's a good one. That's a good one. Not, if you're not in healthcare, you're not paying attention. Or if you're not having a heart attack, well, going to the ER and needing services, right. and then all of a sudden they can't provide it because some ding-a-ling that's half a, a world huge, away a huge story. Is, is holding a hospital hostage. 913-586-7798. 586-7798. We do Festivus Friday, the airing of the grievances, every Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock. We'll do that tomorrow, obviously, at Friday at 5 here on Dana and Parks. Hey, 2023 is coming to a close, and you know what that means. A whole lot of us are making New Year's resolutions, right? Like getting more exercise, eating healthier. All of those are good things. But do not forget about your financial health. Are you ready for tax season? Do you have a financial plan? Do you know if you'll have enough money to retire? If you answer no to any of those questions, make a new resolution and contact the team at UMB Private Wealth. You're one click away from doing it, and they will help you create a plan for better financial health now and peace of mind for the future. Do what I did. Sit down with their team. Go to umb.com slash private wealth now. umb.com slash private wealth. Schedule your appointment today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
the incredible Stephen Sanchez here on Dana and Parks. There was a sad story in the Washington Post this week that I've kind of had in the back of my busy news Rolodex this week. And and we didn't have a local reason to bring this up yet. And I think now that this lawsuit has been filed, sadly, we do. And you can find the original story. It was in the Washington Post about a week ago. That since 2018, more than 2,000 mostly elderly people have wandered away from assisted living and memory care facilities unnoticed or been left unattended for hours outside. Nearly 100 died, and state inspectors investigate all of these cases and frequently found evidence of neglect, despite the fact that Scott family spend, what, some $6,000 a month yeah. um, for these types of places. And the story gets into the numbers, the math, the deaths, how it happens when we have these places that have alarms and iPads and other um, pieces of technology to help the workers keep track of these patients or uh, I don't want to say patients, uh, residents in some cases when these facilities, Scott, are massive. You've been inside some of these places. They're massive. Uh, There are 30,000 assisted care facilities across the country, and the federal government does not regulate them. And I'm not saying that's the answer, but we— Does it regulate them at all? what this says. I'm not saying that's the answer, but we now have a local lawsuit. Uh, Story here out of Liberty, Missouri. Bradford Williams was alone when the 79-year-old died, seemingly forgotten, outside on a hot August day. He was found on the ground next to his wheelchair— Scratches and bruises, bugs crawling over him, according to the findings of a state investigation. Now, Bradford Williams' family has filed a lawsuit demanding answers from Liberty Health and Wellness, the nursing home that was supposed to be caring for him. The family's attorney, Peyton Denning, alleged in a wrongful death lawsuit that Williams, who had difficulty seeing and was partially paralyzed, had been upset that August morning in 2022 and had wheeled himself to the front desk, where he demanded his money back and asked to leave. Instead of letting Williams out the front door, a staff member assisted him outside into the nursing home's inner courtyard, according to a witness interviewed by state investigators. The lawsuit alleges that by the time staff found him, more than four hours had passed, he was found lying on the ground, face down, in tall grass. So I don't know the answer. He was declared dead at the scene. I don't know how we address the gaps in care. It's got to start with probably a discussion about wages for those who work in these facilities and take mm-hmm. care of our aging population. Yep. But if we don't address this now, the problem is not going to get better, Scott. As everyone, this is the next year that more people turn 65 than in any other time in our history. Correct. We're, we're staring that statistic down. So in the next 20 to 30 years, we are going to need more space, more of these facilities, more skilled care workers than ever before. We can't staff the facilities we have. Yep. Here's what I've never understood. One one of the greatest complaints is we aren't paid enough. It's a fair complaint. We aren't paid enough. Yet these facilities charge six to $7,000 a month to care for your aging relative. Where is that money going? 
to staff nurses and other medical professionals on those Alzheimer's wings, Scott, has to be enormously expensive. Plus just the food, the the staff, the overhead costs of keeping the lights on. I, I, I pray to God. And oh, I, I, okay. We all say that. We all say the same thing. What? Let's be honest. I'd rather get hit by a bus than be in one of those. We all say it. Well, I'd rather, no. Yet everyone ends up in one of those places eventually. And and my grandmother would have said the same thing her whole life. I don't want to end up in a nursing home. No. But what is the alternative, Scott? I, I'm not a nurse. Uh, die of a heart attack if in the some, backyard? If something happens, God forbid something happened to my mom or dad, I would not have the physical strength or medical know-how to bring them home and care for them. And then what do I do when I'm on the air for four hours? Dana, I I had this conversation with my mom today. (laughs) And I I don't even know how it came up, but somehow it came up like, you know, late, late in life care. And I said, mom, you always have my basement. Always. And she goes, well, but how would I get outside? And I said, (laughs) I said, we'll put in an elevator. Yeah. And she goes, we're going to put in an elevator in your house. No, but one of those little dun-dun-dun-dun things, the chair that goes up the, the stairs. The stairmaster. Like, like in um, the <laughs> um, movie Up. Yes. yes. What, what are those called? Um, it's like a chairlift. Yeah. But I, I told her, I said, I am not going to put you in a home. I won't do it. But to your point, and it's a great point, what what am I going to do with my you, mom? You're going to have to hire a nurse, Scott. Between 12 and 6 yeah. every afternoon. You, you would have to hire someone to come in. And only the very wealthy of everyone listening could can even begin to right. afford skilled in-home care. It's cost prohibitive. I don't know what the answer is, but I, I am not here to just start blaming, blanket blaming these facilities. Nor am I. Whose staffs are overworked, grossly underpaid. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Yep. Was there negligence on the part of, of this facility for this man wandering away? If you answer yes to that, then there's a whole lot of negligence out there because look at that Washington Post story that goes over the number who, I don't want to say escape, wander out. One of the women accidentally got out, Scott, in August, like in Phoenix. Okay, that case did not end well. But, but do we put chips in them? Do we live 360 them? Do we microchip? But even if we do that, so that you know the alarm is going off, that maybe somebody has got out. What would be wrong with that? My, microchipping? No, I'm not saying microchipping. But, like, maybe giving them a necklace or something. Yeah. You know, kind of a I've fallen and I can't get up kind of necklace. You're right. Where if they go outside of a certain perimeter. We can do it with grocery carts. Where we geofence a grocery cart so that you cannot steal the grocery cart, you're saying why can we not apply that technology to those living in like a memory care center? Right, and I'm not saying that you you violate their rights because that's the last thing we want to do. But but your job is to take care of my elderly father, my elderly mother, whatever. I would expect you to know where they are, and if that includes putting on a necklace. Or a bracelet. It's got to be a bracelet. Necklace would be a choking hazard. Like I, th- okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. And then also, Scott, these are some, their rights. These are adults that have rights. Well, but are so you? So listen. So I let's say I'm not in an Alzheimer care ward. Let's say okay. I am in a lower level 
assisted living. assisted living space. Do I not have the right to leave and go for a walk on the grounds? You you do, but you're in our care. I, it's it's this is why this is so hard, Scott. I think in some of the places they would say you're in my care, but you're not a prisoner. You kind of are. I think in a memory care ward you are. We cannot allow Marge to go wandering out and trying to find Target, right? When I was in the clink, they knew where I was. Then how come this keeps happening? I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Janet in Lee's Summit. Janet, hello. Good afternoon. Welcome. Hello. Hi. My daughter-in-law has been either a charge nurse or a nurse administrator in three different nursing homes in the last 15, 20 years. In every single instance, they had problems getting the owners to okay calling in extra staffing when certain staff members did not show up. And it was a lot of times you're just stuck with what you got. My own parents were in nursing homes, and the one that they were in, they were both excellent. They were local down where I was from, and I knew people that worked there and ran them which is the only reason my father was getting the excellent care and my mother was the excellent care they got. But a lot of times these places are just, I hate to say it, they're warehouses for the dying. They mm. have people that check their family member in and disappear into the ether. No one's actually checking on the patients. The nursing homes are understaffed. I wouldn't work for minimum wage. There's nothing that's a dirtier job than being a CNA in a nursing home. And so it's it's a perfect storm. And the majority of these nursing homes nowadays are not your little local mom and pop places. They are owned by huge corporations. And their bottom line is let's get them in here, you know, anywhere from five to eight thousand dollars a month, depending on what they're charging and what their uh, particular infirmity is. And oh well, we've got lawyers if they decide to sue us. But wouldn't and it, it's, it's a horrible situation. But, but Janet, wouldn't it be in their best interest if each patient or client or whomever is valued at five to eight thousand dollars a month? Wouldn't it be in their best interest to keep them happy, keep them alive? A lot of these people are so elderly that they barely know they're existing from day to day. You know, modern medicine has kept people alive. Bingo. For, la- for lack of a better term, far past their expiration date. Mm. And so that's why you have a new nursing home popping up on every other corner. You've got all these people that are trying so hard to find the funding to get their family member into a decent one. And like I said, I've been on both sides of the coin here, and it is just it's a perfect storm yeah. of inadequacy. Janet, do appreciate the call. I, I hate to say this, but but this is the thought that just crossed my mind. Um, there is never a day that I even hope for the passing of St. Margaret. But when that day does come, and it will, I pray to God I never have to put my mother in a nursing facility. We, we all hope that that day never comes and it's not it's not an indictment on nursing facilities i i think they're they're doing the best that they can with what they have but it's such an incredible waste of money and to janet's point 
as humans, we have done an incredible job of prolonging life. Scott, in the local story, a former nurse that talked to Channel 4 said she was off work the day that Mr. Williams' body was found outside in the heat, okay? Mm -hmm. But that she's not surprised to hear a patient could have been forgotten in the courtyard where he was found. Quoting here, staffing was terrible, absolutely terrible. Mm. Your nurses are worked ragged because they are working so many halls and they are trying. We want to take care of people. We just can't do it. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Let's go to Jonathan in Kansas City. Jonathan, good afternoon. Hi, welcome. How are you doing? We're doing well. Thank you, my friend. So I volunteer with a hospice. I'm not going to mention the name of the hospice. It doesn't really matter because, you know, a lot of them operate similarly. Um, you know, and I've, I've uh, volunteered with some amazing patients. One of them was one of the most powerful politicians of the day. I, I'm not going to mention who, but, you Thank know, you. it was a very important person. And, you know, when I looked at how that person was treated, you know, they, they were treated fairly well, but, you know, it wasn't much different than, you know, just the, the, the dozens and dozens of other patients in that wing, and then they had lots of other wings. What I noticed was, yeah, just the number of patients, you know, you just become a commodity, and those, you know, those, those nurses, I, I think a lot of them, you know, they're like teachers. You know, they, they have the right heart. They have the right intentions. There's just aren't enough of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there just aren't enough, and there's too many. There's too many, you know. Uh, there's too many patients with too many needs that are constantly getting needing to take care of all day long, and you know, I, I'm not sure what the answer is. I know with my own grandparents, one of the issues I saw was um, they do means testing for Medicare, and so they make them um, liquidate all their assets in order to get into these nursing homes which I think is a bad setup. So I'm like, so it's a bad setup to get in. It's a bad setup once you get in. Like, it's a bad setup all around. Jonathan, thank you thank you for the call, but I do want to say something. Hospice has an outstanding reputation. Yes, it does. So why does hospice have an outstanding reputation? Is it funding? And assisted living or assisted care facilities have such a bad reputation? I think in large part it's the cost. And so any family that has a loved one in a assisted living facility yeah. is coughing up six, seven, eight thousand dollars a month, and they're wondering to themselves, where does that money go? Where's it going? In case after case examined by the Washington Post, inspectors cited evidence of too few people on duty to care for the number of residents. Mm-hmm. Staff ignoring alarms, skipping bed checks which goes back to staffing, Yep. Uh, general neglect, and in some cases, falsified records. All of this goes back to staffing, Scott, which goes back to me to the ownership. Are you not hiring enough staff right. to care for the number of patients in your care? Jackie in Kansas City. Jackie, good afternoon. Hi. Good afternoon. Hi. Thank you for hosting the show and um, talking about this topic. I am a volunteer for the ombudsman program, which I don't know if everybody knows what that is, but it is someone who speaks for another person. And um, there are laws in place for these facilities, 
but there's not enough people to monitor them and to hold them accountable. The other thing is, as far as these places are expensive, there are a lot of fees. Um, and even though they're paying those thousands of dollars a month, it doesn't cover everything. And remember, these are corporations, the private ones at least, are corporations. And they may say they're nonprofit, but everyone's there to make some money. So the money, you're right, is going somewhere. Now, there are some laws that the federal government, after COVID, is putting into place. But it's going to take time, and it's the number of people per residence, the number of nurses, whether they're a PA right. or a CNA or a CMT or whatever. Those are going to have to go up, but it's going to come down from the federal government, and each state has to pass them. I will say the state of Missouri is behind on a lot of this. We're not a senior-friendly state. I don't disagree with you there, Jackie. I, I can't. When you look at some of the reporting coming out of what – happened locally, it, it's, Scott, it's not good. And, and to her point, even if we have inspectors, we don't have the number we need to go in and really force change so, in some of these cases. So, where, where this man died, just this is Fox 4's reporting, yeah. um, there's a 128-page report citing, 138-page report, pardon me, citing so many problems at this very Facility. So do you have the state move in and require a certain number of staff yes, per have to. per patient? We do it with daycares. Why would we not do it I, with elder I, care? I, I'm not disputing You know this. what I mean? Yes. You can only have so many babies, so many toddlers. So, so it's like for every six yes. kids, you have to have one person on staff or whatever. On the last available inspection in May at this place where the, the man died and this lawsuit is focused around this liberty health and wellness Mm -hmm. it had more than 28 violations more than three times the normal amount residents told investigators they went without showers for up to eight weeks oh my medicine also was not being regularly delivered something that that former nurse confirmed she said i contacted the medical director and i said quote look we are dying here I am doing the best I can, but these patients are not getting their medicine. Eight weeks without a shower? That's two months. One resident had dried blood in her hair wearing heavily soiled clothing. 913-586-7798. Paula, you get the very last word because we got to get to the break here at the top of the hour. Paula, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to um, confirm that. I, you know, my dad just went through it. Unfortunately, we lost him. But... um, we had luck with our local hospital that they have a hospice care there and we were able to use the hospice care within the local hospital paula i didn't even know that they had those in hospitals but thank you um for for the words I, i i you know i don't know what to do scott i think this problem exists in between assisted living and hospice that's that's this enormous area of gray that we are talking about where the problems exist. Quick break for the news. Dan Weinbaum has that coming up in two minutes. That guy over there is Chris Minders. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 